Hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, or Ado, as I talk to you on here, and you're with Kim Dubs or Kimberly. Hello. So we're up to episode three of season one. It's one of the good ones. It's one of my favourites, I think. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why, you know, I love <laughs> this episode. Um, you know, we get to know me over the over all of these podcasts but in another world on I, 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 I'm in I'm on a podcast and you know in, in, in a lot of socials I'm known as Adrianosaurus um, <laughs> which is dinosaur themed and you know I, I have a theme music um, for one of my podcasts it's the Jurassic Park theme and um, obviously in this episode it's you know based on Jurassic Park which is just delightful yeah maybe you should uh, introduce the episode before you talk about how related it is to your name yeah well i mean i'm just kicking it off with why i love the episode but yeah look uh the episode let's talk about it it's it's christmas time <laughs> rick shrink shrinks morty and injects him into a homeless man uh reuben um it's a save anatomy park which is where we get into the jurassic park you know parody and uh Jerry's trying to have a Christmas, you know, with his parents over, um, free of electronic de- devices, but it all gets forgotten when uh, his parents introduce him to their, their friend. Yeah, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's, um, let's get cracking. Um, one of the things that I love about this episode, m- mostly I think, is, um, uh, you know, in most episodes you get story a and story b and mm. and in this um episode you kind of get a story c where it all culminates at the end and i almost think that <laughs> story c i will call it is is <laughs> like nearly the funniest part of the episode it's funny that you say that because uh this episode and how the two storylines intertwine has been related back to another one of your favorite series seinfeld and how the storylines in the Seinfeld episodes used to intertwine in like these beautiful hilarious ways at the end of each episode um so this is one of the only I think one of the only Rick and Morty episodes that does that in such a funny way so I think it's quite funny that you appreciate it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so look you know you kick it off and you know it's them in the house and obviously their parents come around and um you know there's actually an interesting uh some interesting trivia um you know when uh rick's talking to him and he's like tells jerry have another day in phil collins proverbial paradise (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's actually a song by phil collins and another we all just another day for (laughs) you me in paradise Uh, it's basically a song about affluent people sort of dismissing, um, first world problems. yeah, ignoring the plight of homeless problems. and yeah. yeah, instead of helping them. And, um, you know, it's really funny it's that he's, he's a bit hypocritical Rick because he's criticizing, uh, Jerry over, you know, he's jumping in about the homeless guy, but he's really only helping Ruben for capitalist yeah he's got his own desires (laughs) out of yeah having uh, Ruben so it's really that was a good little um reference there to to the Phil Collins uh it was that's one of my favorite jokes um well this episode as I mentioned in our last episode podcast whatever was the very first episode that I showed you for Rick and Morty and I chose this episode rather than you know the pilot or the first 
I call it the first good episode, <laughs> the second episode, uh, because it so heavily references Jurassic Park. Now, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty is always filled with you know excessive pop references, pop culture references, and sci-fi references. But this episode is one of the, again one of the only ones where they kind of re- it's mainly one movie, Jurassic Park, where they reference throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do poke a little bit of fun on several times because it's like a theme park at Disney, you know, at Disney World in there. And we'll, I'll, I'll cover yeah, a couple yeah, of the yeah. funny things about that. Like uh, in the bit where he, he says to the guy, you put that back on, but he's masked. That's actually a reference to the Pirates of the Caribbean at, at um, Disney Parks. No, it, it's not the, where he puts his head back on. Yeah. That's not referencing the Pirates of the Caribbean. That's just referencing parks in general workers staying in costume <laughs> yeah, at all times yeah but i mean that's yeah that's yeah. the what they're referring the to references, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that um but the other movie that they reference in this episode is the fantastic voyage from the 60s which is another you know another famous sci-fi movie um but one of my favorite things about this episode is for people who maybe are a bit younger and aren't as familiar with the Fantastic Voyage, people thought it was referencing the Magic School Bus. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers the Magic yeah. School Bus. I oh. used to freaking love that TV of series. Of did. Shrinking down, going into the human body or the Earth or soaring around the solar system with Mrs. Frizzle and the Magic School Bus. <laughs> so this this accidental... Um, you know, people thought it was the referencing that, whereas not really. Actually, spawned the longest-running theory about Rick and Morty, which has, I guess, been in existence since that very third episode till today, till the very till one of the episodes that we just watched now, one of the season five, episode ten, <laughs> which has now dispelled that theory. So that theory is that Mrs. Frizzle was Rick's ex-wife, um, <laughs> and that's why she's able to like shrink down. And the Magic School Bus is alive in the TV series. And if you remember, you know, Rick's is able to insert nanobots into people and turn them into live cars. Um, also, Mrs. Frizzle is a redhead. And as we find out in later episodes, uh, Rick loves redheads, has a thing for redheads. But also Summer's a redhead where Beth and Jerry, neither of them are redheads. And redhead being a recessive gene often skips a generation. So everyone thought like this is a really neat and tidy theory that Mrs. Frizzle was Rick's ex-wife and Beth's mum. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, and look, I think that this episode, you know, obviously, so Morty gets sh- shrunk down and you know, injected into Reuben. It's the introduction to Dr. Xenon Bloom, who's, you know, one of, over the years in, in Rick and Morty, there's just some voice actors that come on or, you know, some do special guest spots as voices that, you know, you really stick with you. And this is the first one, I reckon. It's, uh, what's his name from the... Uh, you know the the show the the news show. What the who, who's Xenon Bloom's voice? What's oh, his name? I don't know. Oh, but that's him. He, you know, he's the one that does. You know that talk show. You know, and he's 
You, you know oh, his voice. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. he's the first voice that comes through in the in the series. It's a real, you know, uh, prop, proper voice, you know, that you can remember, you know, for, over the seasons. Um, I he love does a parody of John Hannam, H- Hammond very yeah, well. Yeah, very well from, from um, <laughs> Jurassic Park. But, yeah, so obviously, like, Jurassic Park, you go and hear some of the rides. Which rides, ride that Morty's calling out is your favourite? Oh, what, what, Pirates of the Pancreas? <laughs> yeah, but what, what were the other ones? Um, Bladder Falls. <laughs> yeah, Bladder Falls. Oh, I can't remember any of the other ones now. But, yes, there's just hilarious jokes all the way through. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, um, did you know, when it, you know, the actor, I would thought, it was, you know, the one that looks a bit like Steve Irwin, it's actually based on a friend. Like the illustration of that guy is a friend of um, Dan Harmon. No, not Poncho. You know the one that's like, um, oh, oh contact my dies. family. Yeah, my yeah. Mom. <laughs> you might be hard to find because of the one. my wife might be kids take the last take her last <laughs> yeah, name. They moved. <laughs> maybe you could Google him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's actually based on a friend of Dan Harmon oh, yeah, so named sad. Rob Schrab. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, that's an interesting Rob. thing. Um, Maybe your wife didn't really take her kids and change her name. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Poncho, so the guy I thought you were talking about, he is that you know he's actually parodying Dennis, the fat IT guy from Jurassic Park, even though he's a big muscular, you know, um, park ranger type. He's he's the bad guy ah. in Anatomy Park, yeah. <laughs> trying to steal the bacteria to sell to world different evil world powers for capitalist gain <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny too that he's like actually taking the bubonic plague because you know in the 1300s it did kill half of the world but you know in today's world the bubonic plague can just be fixed with antibiotics yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they still have the plague they still yeah, have they the do. plague in several yeah in i know but it's a very simple fix in today's society I don't want to call out any countries by saying it but you know, <laughs> <coughs> india <laughs> <laughs> now obviously you cut back to the the, the christmas story and then you put the parents kink is is obviously introduced and oh my so god good. is it so funny it is so funny and they just present it so well just two elderly loving people you know wanting to explore the rest of our life do we want to die filled with regrets and questions <laughs> and i just love that it's not like jacob just doing them both it's like jacob does no, no. jacob is your mother's lover <laughs> I watch them sometimes from a chair, sometimes in a cupboard. Almost always dressed as Superman. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, in a way, Poor Jerry. He's like, yeah, Jerry's not gross and weird. <laughs> he's not handling it very well. But I tell you what, I can actually picture you and I being like that when we're oh, older. We'll have a Jacob. Completely. Completely. I mean. We'll probably have a gimp cage at, at one point in our lives. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's saying. so funny, the kink. And, um, yeah, the you know, uh, you, you're introduced, obviously, when Morty's, sh- you know, going through it, he's met all of the characters, you know, to Morty's, the second girl that Morty's keen on, obviously. <laughs> yeah, a- Amy, yeah. Annie, Annie. Oh, is it Annie? Yeah. Yeah, but, um, oh, so funny. Do you think you can make it to the left nipple? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, you, back in the other story when um, Ethan storms in and he's having an argument with Oh my with God, Ethan, Summer. Summer's current boyfriend. 
Hilarious. So the weird, you know, the the Jacob character who the mother's lover uh, does, you know, his weird therapy juju on <laughs> Ethan's summer's boyfriend. I love his story. The story's outrageous. <laughs> and he comes out with this repressed traumatic memory. <laughs> <laughs> My brother took me fishing in the bushes. He made me a woman. I'm a woman. And you're like, what? What the hell? <laughs> did he? Did his brother, like, tempt him with fishing and then rape him in the bushes? Yeah, it's like, were you? molested by your brother is that what you're saying right now and everyone just glosses right past it and they're all like hugging and like yay <laughs> oh and it's just he's like what <laughs> the first time i heard that and then like oh um uh, you, you know they're going through the park obviously and coming encountering all of the you know the problems with the, the monsters well the security system you know is turned off it's an inside job mm-hmm. so again another reference to jurassic park yeah and then obviously when they sort of um you know the numbers start dwindling down uh, and you go into that theater that's a that's john oh. hammond there like yeah, when it's a direct reference where he's just eating all the ice cream and it's just like <laughs> like all the only the only thing that they never got him to say dr xenon bloom which I thought would have been great with spared no expense. <laughs> like he just needed to say, we spared no expense somewhere that'd be, along that'd the That would be line. hilarious. But, I mean, so, yeah, I think in Jurassic Park, that's when she's talking to him. They're sitting in the theatre and it's him in the background talking about... Well, yeah, and the, the you know, all, everything's gone to shit and he's just eating ice cream and telling everyone else to eat ice cream <laughs> as they're all waiting for death. Yeah, and that's what, <laughs> what you know. In Rick and Morty, sometimes they just their one-liners make me laugh, and I oh, things that I, I find myself saying often <laughs> to you, and that is like, you can put your fingers wherever you want to. <laughs> you can put your fingers wherever you want. <laughs> one of Annie's classic lines as they're making out in the theater. Everyone's given up, so Annie is now decided that she'll fuck little 14 year old (laughs) (laughs) um and you know so over uh well what's is there anything going over in the other place obviously jerry's not handling the news of jacob and his (laughs) parents you're gross and weird (laughs) (laughs) so he like he he seeks after uh rick where obviously reuben has passed And the rest of the family is like doing a drum circle and like having this beautiful, you know, human holiday. Exactly what Jerry was asking for, which is like, he's like, I get it. Be careful what you wish for. Um, <laughs> oh, and once again, any any chance that Beth gets to say that their marriage won't make it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No matter what happens, Beth is always just like, I don't know. I don't know if me and Jerry are meant to be or if we should be together. Uh, but she always comes back to Jerry. Yeah, so that's right. I think that's that's their relationship. Yeah. <laughs> She realizes how despicable she is. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's like, well, weirdly codependent on him. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Doctor Bloom? He's, you know, in Jurassic Park. There's a mosquito in the amber at the top of his cane. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Doctor Xenon B- Bloom in this on the top of his in his amber. It's like a caricature of Charlie Chaplin. Oh my god! <laughs> I never noticed that. That's yeah. Really you funny. can you can very, see it in the episode and different bits in it. Yeah, very it's clever. quite hilarious. Um, the the other reference that you mentioned earlier was the. Um, reference to the real Disney World Disneyland ride Pirates of the Caribbean. So Pirates of the Pancreas which is, <laughs> which is what Rick is so protective over as his ride design. Uh, apparently Walt Disney, one of his favorite rides was Pirates of the Caribbean and he got in trouble well, well Disneyland in general got in trouble um, 
for it being super rapey <laughs> and inappropriate so in its original form so they had to redo it and I'm there's a you know there's a theory that in that moment where Rick's so defensive over the pirates of the pancreas is making him Walt Disney nah. he's, he's supposed to be taking off Walt Disney <laughs> and there is a ride at um, Disneyland that does go down the river with all those little creatures oh, singing yeah. it's a small world <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what's that that's the small intestine yeah and they're like it goes on like this for miles yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a parody of a ride at Disneyland and, 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 yeah. and it's a small world so um, yeah that's funny so there's a bit of Disneyland you know in there yeah, there's and there's Disneyland a bit of Jurassic Park Jurassic Park Fantastic voyage, or the magic school bus, depending on you know which generation you're from. <laughs> and obviously, this is the first holiday-themed, um, you know, uh, episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah, I often have arguments with people over whether um, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is. It is. Yeah, so I mean, there's Christmas happening at this in this, so it can be counted as a Christmas this is a episode. Christmas episode, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, story C. So when. The two stories collide. So, oh, know, we we giant Ruben. giant Ruben. Oh, actually, yeah. one of the well, before Ruben we, dies. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah they, well, Ruben dies, and then the only way that Morty and um, Annie can get out is by you know out through his nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Rick g- g- grows him giant, like yeah, to, has to make him a giant floating man in the sky <laughs> so that Morty and Annie like planetary fly size. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, Mate, that story C where they're doing the news so reading, funny. the new news program is so, so funny. <laughs> where they're cutting to each news reporter in the different states and they're like looking at the face in, I don't know, New York or whatever, the feet in, what's the other opposite side of New York? I don't know. I don't know America very well. <laughs> and then when they're like, God knows what's happening in the Rocky Mountains, which is right where Ruben's groin is. <laughs> Yeah, and I love that they go to a lumberjack and he's all sweaty and he looks up and then he's like, <laughs> because yeah. this big dick's coming towards him. And it's exactly how you would respond. Oh, man, it's if exactly I had a big, giant a dick. Giant penis emerged from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously he explodes and goes everywhere, which is so, so hilarious. Yes, and that's what run- makes Beth and, you know, all the rest of the family run back to Jerry, who <laughs> is holding all of the devices um, and listening to the news when Rick explodes Ruben and it starts raining blood from the sky. <laughs> yeah, and visceral and blood from raining down. <laughs> Ruining everyone's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, hilarious. And uh, I, I mean, I did love when they were escaping. You know, hepatitis C is like did exactly like Jurassic Park at the end of yeah, them, the where the T Rex jumps in and saves day, like <laughs> oh. eats the, you know, <laughs> what, think, raptors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he's just good guys. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other things I like is uh, obviously. Would you like to ride the bone train? Why are you doing this bit? <laughs> Hilarious. Um, and and he's got and the right the, voice the for it. Where he, ha- where he thinks he has to sacrifice himself to operate the train. And then he finds the autopilot and he's like, oh, wait, I didn't have to sacrifice myself. Wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, so good, really good uh, casting for a voice, I think, to do, you know, the POM in <laughs> the Jurassic yeah, the Park slight, parody. Slight yeah, pom, very good. Yeah. Um, what do we got? Um, I, the, another line is when Jerry shrinks down and he, you know, to redo the park. <laughs> Morty's like, hey, I was getting somewhere there. Yeah. 
Oh yes. So yeah, when they he's like, don't worry, Morty. Safely escaped exploding Reuben and they're back at home, normal size. Uh, Morty and Annie. Oh no, Annie starts sucking up to Rick um, to become the new park create park director or park creator, uh, and Rick immediately shrinks her down to get her ready. And Morty's really unhappy. Yeah, <laughs> Morty's like, don't worry, Morty. You wouldn't have wanted her anyway. Puffy <laughs> vagina. He's like, what? That doesn't sound like a problem to me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. Uh, <laughs> I, I love how um, you know, later at the very end of the episode, you see Annie talking to Rick. <laughs> re- recreating the park. And they're vetoing parts <laughs> of the papers. I love Alejandro. He's like, you know, Rick, you know, I'm. we thinking pirates of Caribbean. What does a pancreas do? Does it make pirates? No. No. It makes insulin. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's actually Dan Harmon. Oh, that's so that funny. That, that's just hilarious, yeah. And I love how you, when you pan back out, you it's Ethan. Everyone's in the, <laughs> <laughs> the new park just being created in some uh, yeah. boyfriend, Ethan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ethan is a fucking bastard. But he, he cops a bit off the old, uh, you know. He can't badmouth Ethan. He was molested. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's a, it's a good episode. So you've got, you know, Jurassic Park, i.e. Morty shrunken down and going into to Reuben. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it seems like Jerry's going to have to live with the fact that his parents have got a bit of a kinky old relationship <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with what's his name. Uh, and look, there was just an episode with lots of things happening and lots of fun, fun <laughs> funny things. It's it's very well done they parody jurassic park extremely well in many very small and visual ways as well as the jokes and one-liners um it's yeah it's it's very clever there's probably less layers and less things going on in this episode than in a regular rick and morty episode because they're only parodying several movies rather and parodying them really hard rather rather than taking from so many and i just like some of the background stuff in this episode like you know the references to the staying in costume all the time and you know in the production crew some one of them um did microbiology and they made an in joke because um at the bone train station the critters that he you know dr bloom says they're e coli um they're actually the art the art of those little critters is based um, on a, a different thing, it's it's called Enterobacter phage lambda. That's what it looks like. Those those little critters, which is actually a virus that infects E. coli. Ah, so it's not E. coli; so it's, it's the opposite. So yeah. even the little drawing bacteria are based on yeah, actual science. <laughs> yeah, but but the opposite. It's like a oxymoron yeah, to yeah. what actually E. coli is. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah, um, it is clever. So it's a little joke that someone yeah. some nerd in there some, wrote in. Some nerdy animator is like, ha ha ha, science joke. Um, I love that sort of stuff. I, I love all the yeah. So I suppose there's, again, there's probably heaps of references and other little tidbits that we've missed. It's a very, it's one of the episodes that's highly rewatchable. I don't think, I, I don't think it, I've ever not wanted to watch it when it comes on. It's always entertaining, always funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I showed this to you for the very first time, were you, immediately, like, oh, that's one of our dogs. Dogs, yeah, yep. three dogs. Um, <laughs> Uh, when I showed showed this to you the first time, what did you? What were your first thoughts about Rick and Morty? Yeah, I, I mean, I I loved the Jurassic Park. You know, all the, all the little references to Jurassic Park, um, and 
I think in this one it was more like even just the the one line is like, "Would you like to ride the boat?" <laughs> you could put your fingers where you want. <laughs> like, there's lots of bits in it that just made me laugh. And and by the time they got through to story C with the dick and the lumberjack, <laughs> I I could just automatically picture it, you know. And I and so it just had me had me on the lulls big time. And um, look, I think yeah, it's an episode where they're both too. Two stories that <laughs> were so funny in their own way, you know. Like, yeah. um, and I couldn't pick which one I prefer, you know, in that one. And yeah. I'm, all, I'm often a story A or B, but in this one, they it's, were both hilarious. It's often easier to pick too because the stories don't often intertwine. Whereas this one, they intertwine so beautifully. It's just a beautiful mix. You can't have story A with, well, you can't have story C without either A or B. So they're <laughs> all equally as good. And I do like, you know, even in the last one where. You know, you can see that Rick's a bit kinky. He's in the leathers and with the garden gnome. I like that they go with the the older parents on something yeah. that's a little bit sexually sex positive. It, yeah, and different. Yep. Yeah, sex positive for the elderly. You know, and and not going, not going. You know, plain old. You know, not you don't have to be plain Jane. You can yeah. do a little bit of, of fun if you want and, yeah. and live your life however you like. Exactly. No kink shaming in Rick and Morty. It's, it's <laughs> I love when they're telling it. You know, when they're telling them that they what they do, and and he goes off in the cupboard, often dressed as <laughs> Superman, yeah. and like Summer and Beth are just like smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was like, Happy Human Holiday, Dad. <laughs> hilarious. He's like you, bitch. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, hilarious. And uh, you know, I, I wonder if they. So you would you'd think that they've had people visit um, Reuben? <laughs> Have people been to Reuben's uh, theme park? Do no, you think it was still get, it was, no? Because it was still getting built. No. Nah. <laughs> and now it collapsed. And but I'm assuming that because it was all the way back in season one. So you would think that the Ethan anatomy park would be finished by now and probably taking visitors <laughs> in, in the Rick and Morty universe. <laughs> uh, funny, funny, funny. Yeah, but um, no, a good episode. I was glad that you probably showed me this one first just because I do, I did laugh. I mean, even now, like, because before we record, we go and watch it and I was still laughing. You know, I laugh at it every time I watch it. Uh, funny. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm, yeah, I, I picked this one for a reason to show you first out of the first five episodes which i had to m- at my disposal at the time um and i'm glad i did because you've been kind of addicted ever since and <laughs> you'll just watch anything rick and morty now <laughs> yeah so i mean a strong episode what what do you give it out of five? Oh, out of five i mean a five yeah i mean you give any episodes not a five out of five of rick and morty <laughs> yeah i mean the pilot i would have given maybe a one oh one a pilot the yeah. pilot yeah i said at the time in our thing that it was boring and it was even boring to talk about <laughs> <laughs> no it I does set up it's like you know it does its job as a pilot it sets up and introduces the characters and the premise um you know one star maybe two and the last week's episode which was scary, scary terry, terry um the inception, <laughs> the inception yeah episode. i love that one um yeah i probably give that one uh four Four, <laughs> a four, yeah. This one is a five, and the reason why it's a five is because of the hilarious intertwining of story A and story B. Yeah. So last week's episode, 
I loved story A and I love story B, but there's no real. Oh, well, they come C. back to the dog world and they've. And Jerry. Yeah, but that's got nothing to do with Scary Terry. They're just using the inception machine that they were using in story A. So it doesn't intertwine in the same, in the same beautiful, hilarious way that this episode does. Yeah, I mean, I like them both. I think they're both strong. I mean, I mean, last week's episode, they gave. I think IMDb gives them a seven. I'll, yeah. I'll be interested to see what they give this one on, on uh, IMDb. So look, it's an 8.4. So obviously Rick, yeah. Rick and Morty fans agree with you. Well, yep, there you go. <laughs> You're just, a true fan. Yeah, I think I'm a classic uh, representation of a true fan. Yeah, well, I mean, today we got the nice crispy final episodes double of oh, uh, season yeah. five. That was, uh, Which just spells... Don't you ruin it for people. I won't, but it does. No, I know. At least it lasted for, I would say, what, five years, but... Each season, it's taken more. So it's probably been like what seven years now since the Rick and Morty's yeah. been around. When was, when did they start Rick and Morty? That's a good question. Well, I, well, this I think it was 2013. This um, episode, yeah, it was in 2013. Well, so, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, well, that'll the, the other episode, one. That's so. season one. So oh my god, that's almost exactly seven years ago. Oh, yeah. See, I am just a true fan. I can mm. feel in my bones how long <laughs> Rick and Morty has existed for me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, really good episode, really funny. If you if you love Jurassic Park, if you like, you know, I mean, to me, when I watch, even when I watch any sort of cartoons, and then I'm like, I don't like that voice. That voice doesn't fit. Or, you know, the ones that are just right, you know, you, you love. And, and in, in Rick and Morty particularly, you know, we'll get to one later on, you know, uh, in, in later episodes, that is my favorite voice ever to be a guest voice on um rick and morty but yeah i liked john oliver as 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 the hammond john oliver yes well done john oliver you did did john hammond proud (laughs) yeah and uh well i hope you enjoyed the episode it was a really good episode of rick and morty and you'll enjoy it lots of lols and lots of you know laughing moments for me uh in, in it um and what's the next episode you know them all off by heart what comes after this one oh god um M. Night Shamalians. I, <laughs> I don't know. He had, a, he had one good movie and he's trying to be, trying to trick us every Trying to keep us all suspenseful in yeah. any other movie. He's done Shamalan and he's. Shamalan. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he stinks after that. Sixth Sense. I don't yeah, know if I've liked any good. of it. I can't think of anything else that he's done. I know he's done other things and they yeah, they're they're great. They're all shit. <laughs> What what what's in that that one about? What happens to that one? Um, so this is the um, you know, uh, where they're in the it's virtual reality, but it's not virtual reality. They're in the the matrix that the aliens oh. create. What is oh. it called? Yeah, you're in you're in a simulation. simulation. <laughs> I, I like it. Simulation. Yeah. Inside a, a sim- simulation. Yeah, See, that's, that's a good. Great voice yeah. As well. I do. He has. He is a great voice, and you'll know. You know him, the ball guy with the glasses. But um, yeah. He so they've they've yeah, they've got lots of good voices in it. But I hope you enjoyed the episode, and it is um one of the one of the good ones. And um, I hope you if you haven't seen it, I'd get on there and give it a watch because it's a pretty bloody good one. Yeah, and if you want to introduce anyone to Rick and Morty, that's a great one to start with. One of their earliest, one of their funniest, and just, yeah, classic. Yeah, good all around up. Uh, all right, well, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next week. If it, if it wants to play. If it doesn't, I'll, I'll sing you out. <laughs> Draco. So, 
You can put your fingers wherever you like.